taking this quick break to, again, answer tons of questions that I'm getting about CBD. The number one question this week has been, how is it that CBD is helping people with mood? For example, in reducing anxiety or stress or helping people sleep better. What we do know is that CBD affects the CB1 receptors as well as the serotonin receptors in the brain. There's still a lot to learn about how CBD can improve your health, but what we do know is it does impact serotonin. And serotonin is one of the things associated with depression and anxiety. While I'm not suggesting that you can stop taking your Zoloft or your Prozac or anything else for that matter that you might be taking on a prescription basis, I am, however, really encouraged about this all-natural alternative. More evidence-based research comes out every single day on CBD and the potential benefits it has for sleep, mood, anxiety, inflammation, and pain relief. So there are three different types of CBD oils. So when you're shopping for them, know that there's full spectrum, broad spectrum, and isolate or isolate or isolates, I guess, depending on how you pronounce it. And the reason why I recommend my soul CBD is because it is an isolate. There's no other ingredients. It's pure. The other reason why I love my soul CBD is because they actually care about the manufacturing process, how it's farmed, how it's packaged, quality control, and taste. CBD oils are very much like protein powders. Like there's some stuff on the market because it's not regulated where you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you're paying for. You don't know what you're putting in your body. And that's why it is so imperative that you go with a company that actually cares about the reputation and the quality of their ingredients and has that brand integrity. And that's why I recommend My Soul CBD. I encourage you to give them a try and get 15% off by going to mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen. You'll get 15% off. All right, so what should you pick up your first time? Well, I'm a big fan of the watermelon flavored dropper oils that you just put under your tongue or you can put it in a drink. If you're not into oils, their gummies are like quite tasty, I might add. Their new sleepy gummy, those are remarkable. Those are my three picks. Try yours now and the whole line of CBD products by going to mysoulcbd.com. Again, it's mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen. And that's the important part because that's going to give you 15% off automatically at checkout. Mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen. All right. Hey, thanks for joining me today on The Shaleen Show. This is Car Smart Friday. Happy Friday. It's been a great week. I hope it's been a great week for you. Let's just chat. Put your seatbelt on, please. Need you to be safe. All right, so I just figured out something about my childhood. Like right now, I'm driving home from a pole dancing class, which I I don't know if you guys know this, but I've been taking pole dancing classes. Not a lot. I've done two classes on the pole and... (laughs) It was pretty disastrous. And then one of the instructors was like, you know, you, like myself and Michaela, we're taking the class together. And she can tell that we're a little stiff. We're a little awkward. We are, you know, we're kind of struggling with the letting loose and being sexy. Everything is so mechanical for me. I'm like, okay, so then does your right hand, should it be two inches above or placed directly up below your elbow? And, okay, so on this part, am I supposed to supinate my foot or pronate? Like, it's so technical for me. 
and it's just, <laughs> it's just, oh, it's just so good. So anyways, I did the two pole dancing classes and then she kind of suggested, you know, maybe you girls could benefit from doing a, I forget what she calls it, but a floor class, basically learning how to do the sexy floor routines, you know, where they like roll and then they arch their back and then they, you know, circle their legs around and do all these little spins and everything's like sexy and slow. And the one thing the instructor kept telling us in the other classes, like girls, slow down, don't muscle it. Like just relax, relax. Like we're just overly aggressive on everything. Everything is fat. Like it's turbo, right? Or pio. And so we took the, and we're like, you know what? We're not doing so great on the pole. It's pretty difficult. Like I've got the strength. I for sure have the strength. Where I'm not great is I'm in my own head and I just can't let loose and be like, it's just so technical for me. So anyways, I'm thinking, you know, this is going to be good. She's right. That's what we need. We need work on the floor. Like where you're just like learning to be slow, learning to be sensual, learning to let go, learning to get out of your head, learning to be in the moment. She's right. Like girl power, woman power. Like where's my femininity? Let's find it. So we show up tonight, Thursday, we show up to this class <laughs> and everyone, you know, you bring your stripper heels, right? And first of all, the all of it is freaking the most insane hard workout. Like I have not done one of these classes yet where the next day I wasn't banged up and bruised and sore everywhere. It's a great workout. So anyways, we show up tonight and there's 10 women, maybe, maybe less, maybe nine, nine or 10 women. And they all, you know, you bring your stripper heels, which is, those are so fun. So fun because you're like, you know, you feel so tall and everybody's wearing them, but we're going to be on the floor and we're going to learn this routine. So the first thing she has us do, she says, okay, I want you to just sit on your knees and roll your hips. Okay. So right then and there, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So you know how like little kids, when they sit on their knees, they tuck their feet underneath them and then their toes are pointing at each other, right? And your heels are pushing out like the way little kids sit. Well, that's kind of a hard thing to do on soft carpet. That's kind of a hard thing to do on a soft, cushy bed. Now do it on a hardwood floor wearing giant plastic pointy weapon heels and do that for like 20 minutes. And I'm looking around and the only other person who's absolutely, well, there's one other woman who's dying and Michaela is dying. Like she's on her side of her hip, like just making these faces like someone's amputated half of her limb. Like she's writhing in pain and we don't want to be the stand, like we don't want to be the worst people in the class. We don't want to make the instructor mad. And I'm looking around and no one else is in this much pain, but I'm like in so much pain. And then I've decided it's my shoes. They're cutting into my the tops of my feet. Like I'm going to start bleeding. They're like razors, those cheap plastic shoes. So I take off my shoes and I'm just sitting on my feet. I'm like, nope, that wasn't it. This is still so painful. Oh, oh, I know what it is. It is my metatarsal bones pushing through my skin on this hard wood surface. And then she has us, if you can picture this, right? So what do you wear? So we're just, I'm wearing like leggings and I'm wearing like a, a bodysuit. And most everybody's in something similar. So she has us, again, sitting on our feet and we're supposed to like just sexy, very slow. Like when I say slow, slower than you 
could even possibly imagine moving. These super slow hip rolls. And while you're doing that, you're supposed to like run your hands up your body and caress your body and then caress your arms and caress your thighs and then close your eyes and then caress underneath your neck, right? And first of all, I don't do that. Like, I, I don't even know how. So I feel like such a dork and I'm laughing and I'm in so much pain. It's like, how do you caress yourself, close your eyes and pretend to be sexy while you have an alligator eating your lower limbs? Like that's literally what's going through my head. And I'm looking over at Michaela and she's making these faces like, how do we get out of here? And how do we get off our feet? So finally, I just can't do it anymore. So now I'm just going to, I'm going to modify and I'm going to do these hip rolls sitting crisscross applesauce. Because <laughs> sitting Indian style is problematic. You can't say that anymore. Just so you know. So I'm sitting crisscross applesauce and trying to do these like hip rolls. But now my hip bones are like digging into the floor. I'm like, none of this is comfortable. Okay, so then we move into learning a little routine. And I'm just going to describe the routine for you. So you do like, like, I swear, a full minute of hip rolls, rubbing your hands up and down your body, like learning to try to be like with these sexy hands and like, you know, closing your eyes and whipping your hair around. And <laughs> I've got space buns in. So like, there's no hair to whip. And I'm just not sexy at all. And I'm not feeling any of this. I mean, I know how to be sexy with my husband, but like, this is not working for me. And I probably should be separated from Michaela because she's making me laugh. And so, so you started off by, you know, doing the hip rolls and then you slide your hands out in front of you. And as you do that, you drag your chest against the floor and you keep your butt up in the air. And then you take your knees wide. Your knees have like all of your, the weight of your whole body now is digging into the hardwood floors and you're scraping your body forward. And then you round your hips up, you know, like your back up kind of like a cat to the right and then to the left. And then you whip your head around in a circle and then you slide out onto your left arm. And then your right leg is supposed to go up towards the sky while your left leg does this like swoopy whoopy thing. And then you're supposed to like crisscross your legs and then open them into a wide straddle. Okay. So first of all, none of this looks good if you're in pain and none of it looks good if you've lost your flexibility. And I'm not ashamed to tell you, I haven't done Pio in like six months. I have no flexibility. So like the open leg straddle looks pretty dumb when you're <laughs> your legs aren't flexible. You're just like, Ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And everybody else is like doing full open straddle. So I just feel so dumb. I look so dumb. I can't stop. Everything hurts. Nothing is sexy. And, and I'm being like super technical. Okay. So then after that particular move, then you're supposed to flip back over on your stomach. Okay. So now you're laying on your stomach and your face is down. Then your hips lift up in the air and you're supposed to slide back towards your hips, dragging your chest. So it's all triceps. It's like a reverse chaturanga. And then you basically swivel around on your knees. So now there's more calluses that are forming. And then you just like whip your head around. Okay, great. Practice it a bunch of times. Not a bunch. She probably did like six times. I don't have it. Michaela doesn't have it. A few people in the class have it. But here's the deal. Quite a few of these ladies are very flexible. You can tell they've been doing it. They're sexy. They're good. They're good. They're good. They got moves. So she teaches it to us for like, I don't know, probably... 30 minutes. And then she says the dreaded words. Okay. Now we're going to take turns 
doing freestyle. Freestyle? Freestyle? I don't have anything. So she divides us into two groups. And we perform. One group performs for the other group. I'm like, oh my God. So the first group goes and I'm like, oh, we're done. How do we sneak out? This, no. I will not subject myself to this level of humiliation. These women are professionals. They have like long, thick, whip, hair whipping hair. And, and they've got all these moves. And they knew to bring like knee pads and yeah, they have heels on it, but they also have like, what do you call them? Leg warmers. And they've got moves. So they're doing their freestyle and my jaw is hanging open. I'm like, wait, this is not fair. These women are ringers. Where, where do they work? These are professional strippers. And I'm like, I'm just here for some pole fitness. What is going on? And then Michaela looks at me because we're up next. We're up next. I don't want to do this, but at least I know Ding Dong is going to do it with me. Laverne and Shirley, Lucy and Ethel. So I'm like, what do we do? What do we do? She's like, I'm not doing it. I'm like, yes, you are. Because now another lady is sitting out. So now it's going to be me and one other person. Oh, no. Oh, and by the way, freestyle isn't like a three-minute song. It's like an eight-minute song. And you're like in this dark room with like, what do you call them, spotlights on you. And I said, you listen to me. Listen to me, you little punk. You're doing this. You're the one that got me involved in this. You're doing this. And she's like, I can't. I can't. My knees are like, I have elephantitis. They're so swollen. They're so sore. I can't do it. I said, stand up and dance. No one said you have to get on your knees. It's freestyle. You're going to do this or our friendship is over. So she agrees. But let me just tell you, I couldn't look at her because neither of us have any moves. It was the most uncomfortable, like the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my adult life. I'm pretty sure I have no moves. So what did I do? I was like, okay, how about this? I'll give you a chaturanga. How about a sexy chaturanga? How about this? How about I do a straddle stretch? Like for seven or eight minutes, just trying to come up with moves, trying to, I felt like, you know, like little girls when they dance around in front of the mirror and they like, you know, they, they do these like awkward, strange dances. All little girls do it about the age of like five. That's what I felt like. It was so dumb. I felt like such an idiot. I embarrassed my future generations of children. Like, and every time I glanced over at Michaela, I'm like, <laughs> she looked as dumb as me. And then she pulled a muscle and was like trying to play it off. But I could tell that she was in extreme pain. And here I am over here doing like my version of Pio. Cause I'm like, I ain't got no moves. I can't freestyle. This is not working. This is not working, but I'm not going to quit. Okay. So here's the revelation that I have about my childhood. This is why I quit everything as a kid. And my mom and dad would let me quit everything. I would go to gymnastics class and everybody was good. And I was like, oh no, uh-uh, no, I'm not going to be the worst. And I would quit. And then I would go join like the softball team and I'd be the worst. I'm like, no, I'm going to quit. And then I took horseback riding lessons. I'm like, mm, this is hard. Everyone's good. I'm going to quit. I quit everything because I, I don't like being the worst. And so usually what I would do is I would try to figure out something myself and get really, really good at it and then show up at a beginner class like for art or roller skating or whatever and be like, oh yeah, I'm a beginner. But really I wasn't at usually by that point I was kind of self-taught. So I think I need to do that because I don't like being the worst. Who does? I don't know. Some people do. I like being challenged to learn new things, but I don't like it. And you know, again, it's my own thing. No one's there like making fun of you or mocking you or probably even watching you. But I hate feeling like a dork. 
So I'm going to watch a bunch of YouTube videos. And then, because I can afford to, I'm going to take a few privates. And I might not even tell Michaela that I'm going to take a few privates. And you might think that that's not nice. But you know what? She already bought a pole. So she can practice whenever she wants. And now I just got home and... My husband, he's always like, show me your moves, show me your moves. And so like the first two weeks, I just pretended that I, I couldn't show many moves because I didn't have a pole. What was I going to show him? Like I, I, I learned like two things, like hand placement and like, you know, like there's nothing I can show him, but I wanted to get excited about it. So I'm like, oh, I learned this and I learned this. And they weren't actually things that I learned, <laughs> but it, it got him pretty excited. He's like, oh, wow, wow, this is awesome. I, I'm in support of you taking these classes. This is amazing. So he's going to ask me to show him my moves. I'm going to have to go make something up right now. You know, my body is literally wrecked right now and I'm doing all this for you, sir. Because you went to a pole dancing class? Yeah. Your moves. Because I know you like it. I love it. Your, my moves what? Your moves. I showed, I showed you two moves already, huh? Yeah, they're great. You like I them? I love them. <laughs> I know you're saying like it hurt. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. But what you came home and showed me was worth it. That was only two moves. How much was it? How much is the class? I don't know. How do you not know? Because it's on an app and I, you know, Rachel booked it for me. So I have no idea. Mm. I could ask Rachel. Okay. But, you know, these are the things we do for each other. Yeah. Because people always ask, like, how do you guys keep it fresh or whatever? Yeah. You did two things for me this week that I really like. I got a tattoo on my leg. Uh huh. And what was the other thing? You got a haircut. Oh, I got a haircut. Yeah. I like it when it's real short. Yeah, I got short hair, and in New Ink. Yeah, so he is sleeving up his. Is that what they call it? Like a yeah. leg sleeve? It's gonna be a leg sleeve. I have a arm sleeve. I'm getting a leg sleeve. Yes, and listen, I did not know how. And if my kids are listening, tune out now because you'll throw up a little bit in your mouth. But I did not know how freaking sexy I found thigh tattoos until you got yours. And I'm like, get yourself back in there and don't you come back home here with an inch of that thigh not covered is, in ink. And the problem is my tattoo artist is seven, six months pregnant. So mm -hmm. she can't do like long city. Well, I don't. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Oh, well, guess what? I love Haley, but we're going to have to find somebody else because I'm not, like, I need the whole leg covered, thigh. I know, but the piece I did this to this week was, it, it hurt. I mean, it's like... Eh, come on, don't be a baby. I have tattoos. <laughs> you have, like, little letters. Your tattoos are horrible. <laughs> How can you, you have, say that? Because you have three and only one's good. So 30... That's true. So 60... Hey, I think, I think my palm tree is cute. It's, it's cute. It could be touched up, but it's cute. It's cute. Don't lie. It's green. It's cute. Yeah. What do you mean? Like the whole thing's green? I don't know. It's, it's, it's okay. What? It should just all be black? I like black and white tattoos. I don't like color oh, tattoos. Oh, brother. Yeah, but that's how we, you know... I mean, I think how you keep it interesting and fresh is you, you know what... I think this helps. Who are we talking to right now? This is just a regular podcast, so you got to keep it clean. What? That's why I like the other ones better, because then I don't have to be filtered. That's why we <laughs> had to create a Patreon so that you could say talk what you need. Talk freely. Yeah, talk. You can just you, you you can do a good job of it here. Just keep it clean, sir. But somebody, oh, I know it was Kelly Ripa. You were telling me 
What were you telling me about Kelly Ripa? What's her husband's name? Mark Consuelos. Mm-hmm. What'd you say about them? She was saying that their sexual chemistry. No. Their sex life. Yeah, their their sex life. Uh-huh. Well, well, sexual chemistry. Yeah. Their sex life has been like one consistent thing in their relationship that's always been, she said, amazing. Both sides. And she contributed to the fact that they met so early, like they met when they were in their 20s or whatever, and they've been together ever since, and they have no inhibitions, and they just like are so like- They sex- know each other so well? They know they're so, yeah, that's what she said. Like they just know each other so well, so there's no inhibitions? Yeah, and they've done everything together, and they know everything about each other, so there's just nothing that's- Well, I think she's wrong. Yeah. Because there's plenty of people listening right now who know their partner intimately, like every inch of them. They've been dating since high school, but they don't have great sex. Yeah. And so. And she probably toned it down. It wasn't like she was on a Patreon like thing. It was on like television. <laughs> so she wasn't going to go, yeah. We like okay, to don't get say it. it. We like to get don't it Don't say, okay. I know who I'm talking to now. I know where you're going. What I think personally I think it boils down to sexual chemistry. Yeah. Because, you know, there's been, we've had rough patches in our marriage, but we were still very, very, even in those times, very attracted to each other. And Uh, we always have been. mm -hmm. And so that chemistry is very strong. Like, I think some couples have a little bit of that and they need to work at it. Mm -hmm. I think some have none. And I don't know if you can get it. I mean, because I've dated people that I'm like, okay, this person's attractive. It should be there, but it's not. Yeah. So, like, I don't know the answer there. But I assume you can definitely... Here's my thought. If it was once there, you can get it back. Yes. Yes. 100%. It's a little bit there. You got to work at it. Mm -hmm. I agree. And don't let it slide. No, You got to practice. Well... (laughs) Practice makes perfect. It's not just practice. You gotta, you have to do it, just like anything else. If you don't work out, you're gonna lose it. You know, if you don't constantly improve your craft, you're gonna <laughs> lose it. If you stop having intimate relationships and conversations <laughs> and sexy time with your spouse, yeah, you're gonna lose it. Oh. You have to do. You have to put in the work. I see. That's accurate. Wait, so a couple things I wanted to catch people up on. First is, because I, I know I kind of mentioned it on the regular show and we talked about it on Patreon, but so we are putting our house up at the beach for sale and we're also going to sell another one of our properties. Yes, we're going to sell both properties in California. Yeah. We're disassociating with the state of California. Yeah, I'm disgusted by the state of California, That's like disgusting. literally with a capital D. I mean, especially just... Okay, so I'm at working out at the gym today, and I look at my phone. My phone's ringing. So it, it says AG. So, because I talked to this person before. So the, the assistant to the attorney general called me at the gym today. I, and I just got in there. I was like 15 minutes into my workout. And I was just so looking forward to this workout, like just putting everything behind me, like just not thinking about anything. But hello, it's the assistant attorney general. It's like third ranking in command for California. So I'm like, hello. And he's like, Shalene, I won't say his name, but are you available? And I've got some information for you. Is this a good time? I'm like, yes, I'm available. And yes, this is a good time. And I just walked outside because I'm like, I I want answers. You know, so in my last conversation with their office, I wanted to know. I need to know. Can you please find out for me? 
is the medical board required to report criminal activity to law enforcement if there's known criminal activity? If, if they know a doctor has done whatever, if they're you know illegally distributing drugs or sexually assaulting their patients or if they've conducted a surgery and it resulted in a person's death and in the process of doing that, a crime was committed. Are they required to report that to law enforcement? And and I asked him that in my original call, and he said, they are not. Unfortunately, I have to tell you, they are not. And I said, I was just like silent. I'm like, are, are, are you kidding me? He said, no, you know, there is an expectation. There is a belief that they should because they are an agency. And I'm like, so, so who is reporting this? to law enforcement, this particular case. You. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And so, you know, he he gave me some answers that I can't go into here, but what I learned from him, basically, is that the medical board is above the law. Like, they basically answer to no one, unless you can change legislation. So then it's, you know, these agencies pointing at legislators, the legislators pointing at lobbyists. It's just a nightmare. It's a joke. And there's so much political money. And, and you know, frankly, the biggest lobbyists are funded by the insurance companies that insure these doctors in the state of California. Because if the in- insurance companies, they're making out like bandits, because everything's in their favor. So these doctors are paying into these premium policies, right? And the insurers, the insurance companies never have to pay out because of the caps here in the state of California and because these doctors can sue for defamation. I mean, there's so many women across the country. I mean, not just here in California, right? Like I've heard from so many of you who've said, I wrote a review on Yelp about my doctor and I got a letter from my doctor saying that they were going to take legal action if I didn't remove it. That is so effing wrong. If this was Patreon right now, you would be hearing the real F word. But that is so freaking wrong that you can threaten somebody for telling the truth and the average person just isn't going to get into a legal battle. They'll be like, it's not worth it. And so that's how these things happen. And so I was very appreciative that he called me back and that he was so honest and frank and he promised me that he was going to follow through. He promised me that he was going to report what he needed to report to the people they needed to report to. Because now it's known, now it's public. Yeah, things are moving. Now, you know, I want, I want these... Light has been shed. That's right. And it's getting brighter. Yeah, it's getting brighter and brighter, and the cockroaches you know are trying it, to scurry. You know what it's like? What? It's like that first day of when we turn the clocks in the springtime, and all of a sudden it's not dark at 5 o'clock anymore. It stays light until like 10 o'clock. It's like all daylight. Mm. And this guy's... It's just, I like it. You like all the light right I, now? I like all the light because I have visions of him. Not okay, ha- let's not go there. I have just visions of him not having fun right now. Okay. Which is excellent. Sure. Because guess who's not having fun either? What? Are the children are. Of, of Orlando uh, Swarthout. Orlando. Orlando Swarthout. Yeah, they you know who else isn't having either. fun? All the victims. Yeah. You know, tonight, I mean, you don't even know this because that's who I was just typing with or texting with. One of the alleged, I will say alleged, alleged victims reached out to me tonight. And she's a recent victim, very recent. 
And she reached out to me tonight and she's like, I, it's just really hit me what's happened. And I'm destroyed. I'm not the same person. I'll never look like the same person. I can't move my body the way I once did. I'm a shell. I can't sleep. I can't work. My body's completely destroyed. He has left me deformed. He's left me, I'm not the same person. He, he's killed me. Like he's literally, I mean, that was her words. Like he's just destroyed who I once was. And I can't believe I went to this person just trying to make a little tweak feel a little bit better, you know, just looking to get a breast lift. And she's like, my whole life is over. I'm like, it is not over. And the medical board had the case, had the ruling. Yes. And this person still did not know. Right. It's so BS. This was post their decision. Yeah, I don't know who to be the most angry with, but... There's it, only one person to be mad at. No, I'm very angry with the state. I'm very yeah, angry yeah, the that there, that no... Like, I'm not going to sit down. It's I, a good old boy system. I mean, if you can keep me here in the state of California longer, then I'm going to get on that California medical board. I'm going no, to get myself not. on there. No, you're not, because then we have to be a resident. You're not getting on any board, so decline any of that. I'm not paying California, unless it's exempt taxes. Huh. Because I'm not paying anymore. So I know you're probably, your next question is, so where are you guys going to go? We don't know. We don't know. We really don't. But we're really excited for the freedom and the opportunity to plant roots, you know, and, and we'll, we'll always keep a property here in California, I would assume. No? No, we're not going to own a property in California. We're not? No. Well, I didn't say own. I mean, like have roots here. Like we could come back and rent. Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll go rent anywhere. Yeah, we'll always come back here to like rent, but we're not going to own anything here. No? No. You hate again. California right now. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it is the most beautiful place in the world to live. It is. That's great. And we, and we so know, we'll visit. And we know the best times to come stay here. Yeah, that's true. So we'll probably do a month in New York. I mean, that's kind of short term. And then aside from that, we really don't know. We don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely do a month in Europe, right? Next year, yeah. Now, yeah, I mean, after... Yeah. January. Yeah. Well, we might go to Park City for a month. Then so we want to snowboard again. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Michigan for a little bit. Go to Michigan in December. So we're going to go yeah. all over. Any other states you'd like to like live in for a little while? What about Maui? No, it's the taxes there are horrible too. I mean, just to live for like 30 days. You, okay, let's define this like... Vacation. Just okay, say the vacation. word vacation. Okay, Lady. vacation for a month. I'm, you, I'm saying a month in place. Okay. Where do you want to stay for a month? Okay, there you go. Maui would be great, but you keep using the word live. I don't want to live there. I mean live for 30 days. Okay. Where yeah. else? Japan? Yeah, during snowboarding season. Okay. I don't know, and then we got to go back. We got to go back to the Amalfi Coast, mm-hmm. and we got to go back to see... And Juna, and we have to go to La Garite. And These are all to, restaurants. We have to go see our Jeez. friends at Namos. You are such go, a creature of we habit. Have, we have to go to Paros and see. Yeah, I could, I could, I could, I think I could live 30 days in Paros, Greece. Maybe, maybe 30 days. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. It's an island. Yeah, you're right. Two weeks. And Brett has got some more testing that he's doing for his neuropathy. You're doing an open-sided MRI tomorrow? Is that it? Yes, it's called open-sided. That's the name of the business, but it's so fun. The MRI is awesome. You don't know. You haven't done one yet. Yes, I did. I did one on my hips. It's, and I know the brain one's the same oh, thing. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm it's sorry. the same place. Forgive me. Yeah, same place. 
Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. I'm not, I was like, literally when they, the doctor said, I want to do a, a brain MRI. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, it's probably nothing. He goes, I just want to rule it out because this is a new neurologist. Mm-hmm. And he's already seen all, everything. So, so I go, oh, do you guys allow open-sided MRI? He goes, oh, the company down in Laguna Hills? And I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, how did you know about that company? I said, my uh, integrative doctor you know, suggested it. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it's great. It's awesome. It's like half the time. Yeah, don't let me forget. I want to go see Steve, your nerve guy. Your I gave ner- you the number. You did. Well, just will you remind me tomorrow? Okay. Rachel, if you're listening to this, will you remind me tomorrow? Because okay. I need to book an appointment with them because they suggested that I do that for my vocal uh, cord. I, I know. I'm a little worried about marketing impact live, you know, so we're doing this live event next weekend. So is that why you added more talking for yourself? Today? How so? You said, let's do another panel and I'll be the head of it. Oh, I'll just be the mediator. Okay. Anyway, so that's next weekend and I present a lot. We have a lot of speakers. It's going to be freaking amazing. If you guys are coming, I'm super excited, but I'm a I little think you're gonna be okay. I, I I I'm a little nervous about my voice because I haven't been in that environment. I just have to be very, very conscientious, do my warm-ups, do all of my exercises, but I'd also like to go see your nerve guy. So he's like this, I've talked about him before on the podcast, but in case this is the first time you're hearing about him, he's not a doctor. He is the person that you go to when you have like unexplained nerve issues, like neuropathy or paralysis. And he just has a, a gift. It's the strangest thing. He operates out of his garage. I mean, not literally I operates, he's back but- he's into an office now. Oh, he's got an office I think, now? I think, no, I haven't been to it because like I've got, I went to him for so much, but like Mine, my other doctor that I saw today, he's like, they are going to call once they figure out what's wrong with you, the Brett Johnson syndrome. He goes, Cause really? no, well, nobody can figure it out. I know. And he couldn't, like, Steve's still like, he texts me all the time. He's like, is it still the same? I'm like, still the same. He goes, this is the craziest thing. When you're making a recipe, like, let's say you're making a cake, doesn't that sound good right now? And you leave out just one ingredient. Like, let's say you forget the eggs. What happens to the cake? The cake flops. <laughs> like, there's certain things, if you want predictable success... You've got to make sure all the ingredients are included. And that is especially true when it comes to making a social media post that actually gets engagement, that helps you to attract new followers. But when you're just about to post, sometimes it's like hard to remember all of those things. I use a checklist and this is the same checklist that I give to all of my Instagram students and I want to give it to you for free. So you can download it right now. Just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash checklist. Now here's a bonus tip. Once you get this checklist, save it to your phone, like save it to your notes. That way you're going to get in the habit of checking it just before you post each time. And you should see a nice little improvement in your Instagram engagement and growth. Again, you can grab that by going to instaclubhub.com forward slash checklist. And as always, all links can also be found in our show notes. You don't have to remember it. In fact, you can click on it right now and the episode will continue to play. So next week on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll do Marketing Impact Academy live. That's going to be so fun. There's going to be a major dance party on Saturday night. So get ready for those videos, y'all. Get ready for some crawling and get some knee pads going. Then we get home and we immediately fly to Cancun. I'm speaking at an event there and we're in Cancun for what, four days? Mm -hmm. Four days. And I have ordered 16,000 bathing suits. I've ordered enough bathing suits to last me like the whole year. Don't ask me. It's ADHD. Like yeah. I get on this kick where I'm like, oh, I need and more, then, more, and then, more, and then more. We, more. we come home and then we go where? Um, hang on, let me 
test question. Let me, oh, and then we, we come home and we're flying home because we're immediately going to Darius's wedding. Yep, in Sacramento. So Darius it was my son's best man and he's like a son to us. We freaking love and he's him. he's the MC at Marketing oh, Impact that's Academy. right. He's going to be the MC at Marketing Impact Academy. So if you're going to that, you'll know who we're talking about. He's just, he's going to be like, he's just, I was going to say he's going to be the president no. someday, but he's way too smart to do that. Like, yeah, yeah. I think people who get into politics are weird. And I apologize if that's you. And I'm going to have to start working with some of these people if I want these laws to change. But I'll tell you what, I, I just cannot believe how crooked, how ridiculous these laws are here in the state of California. Oh, tomorrow, the day that you're listening to this on Friday, I'm meeting with the former mayor and a councilman for the city of Laguna Beach about this whole situation. And yeah, so a lot, it's crazy, like all the people who have caught wind of this. And I think, I think a lot of the political people are embarrassed that this is the way the system is set up. And I don't know if it's because of politics or it's just finally reached the right people, but Everybody is calling and saying, can you, where can we learn more information? And, you know, it's all public record now. So that's about all that we can really share with you. You know, just to keep things on the up and up, I just, I'll leave it at that. Let you know that there's a lot going on, much of which we can't share. I I wanted to do a what to watch in, are we in October? Yeah, October. But I'll tell you what. Jeffrey Dahmer. Dude, I mean, I don't, some of you have watched the whole thing. I don't know how. I wanted to. You know, I love, I love that kind of content, like drama and disturbing. I love that kind of stuff. I love murder. I love true crime. I love seeing like dysfunctional families, all that stuff, like dark stuff. I love it. That was too much. No, we were five minutes into take. episode two, and I was episode like, two. I'm like, do Done. we? Do we? We already know what happens. Yeah. I, I can't do this. Can you I do knew, this? The episode one, I knew. Remember, I looked at you like ten minutes in. I was like, oh, they're starting at the end because this guy's going to get away. Because I knew the only thing I really knew about Jeffrey Dahmer. I knew obviously that he ate his victims, but I I knew that the way he got caught was a guy escaped his house. Uh-huh. I knew that. So I'm curious, please comment in the pod squad or in Patreon if, in fact, you can, like, so we had to tap out in episode two because it got too gruesome and disgusting. And it's like, I don't need to see this. Like, I I was kind of curious about, like, what made him that way. And they alluded to that. So I'm, I'm just, I'm open to hearing you make the case that we need to watch it with our, between our fingers because it gets, like, less gruesome. Does that happen? No, people that watch it are people that are just like, I, I'm not going to quit. I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to power through this. Once you're finished with it, there's uh-huh. no way you're like, I'm really glad I did that. Yeah. There's just no way. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you're just one of those people that like, once you start something, you're going to finish it, which, which is admirable. You're, you're not a quitter, which is great. You finished it. But don't go saying, oh my gosh, that was great. And it really was like what I wanted to watch. No. Yeah. There's no chance. I just have to say, I'm sorry you guys didn't catch many of my stories this week on Instagram. I've been killing it on the stories, like just crushing giving you guys great content, like how to come up with Pinterest boards for outfits if you just don't feel like you have a style and things that you should buy on Amazon and parenting tips. And I was freaking all over the place this week. Tons, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know, kind of quiet on stories. And then sometimes I'm like, 
dropping all kinds of goodies. Like, you need to pull out your credit card. You need to make sure your husband's in the other room. I was giving you so many cool things to buy this week. So don't miss those stories, y'all, because I'm telling you, turn on your notifications for stories. When I'm in a mood, you're going to find, like, you're going to be like, I need to buy all this. I need to do this. And I was in one of those moods this week. So anyways, thank you for tuning in. I love you. He's making the coffee for tomorrow morning. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, just do me a favor and double check and make sure that you're subscribed or following if you're actually someone who listens on the Apple podcast. And if you've got just like 30 seconds, it would really mean the world to me if you were able to leave a five-star review and tell me specifically what it is you liked about this episode. My show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do also have a business podcast that comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host that with my son, Brock. It's called Build Your Tribe. You should check it out. There's always a link in the show notes. I'm sure you know this, but on Fridays, my episodes are very casual. It's very personal. It's usually stuff with myself and my husband. If you love that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to check out my Patreon. It's all of the Shaleen Show episodes ad-free. In addition to that, for just $5 a month, you get extra episodes. And this is this is the stuff that's like kind of too personal to put on the Shaleen Show. It, it's all personal stuff. There's like no like personal development. It's just real, raw, what's going on in our lives, stuff we can't talk about on the show. However, if you are easily offended, Patreon is not for you. That's not the place to be, all right? You can learn more about it by going to patreon.com forward slash the Shalene Show. Any of the links that I referenced in this episode will show up in the show notes, which are just below the episode. To learn more about the services that I offer and to take advantage of some of the free resources, I invite you to check out my website, which can be found at shalene.com. 